this month on episode 24 of the Global Credit Union Podcast. The first step of this was designed to create a specific line of credit for the members. For the members can put solar systems and, and the houses and the, uh, and the companies and the farms. That's Jonas Rauch of Secreti Pionera, a credit union based in Nova Petropolis, Brazil, that is leading the way on solar energy. You'll hear all about how they're helping members access financing for solar projects and how they're leading by example, powering their own credit unions with 100% clean energy from the sun. We're profiling their efforts because climate finance is a strategic focus for World Council of Credit Unions, and we want to help more credit unions get to where Secreti Pionera is today. This is a place for World Council. We are the perfect platform to bring together a, a crowdsourcing of solutions around this and to create ultimately some new resources that can position credit unions to play a larger role in a transition to a more sustainable and, and, and resilient economy. That's World Council Director of Member Services, Tom Belekovich, who shares more on our strategy to promote climate resilience and sustainable finance across the global credit union movement. I'm Greg Newman, Director of Communications for World Council of Credit Unions. A deep dive into credit union climate resilience is up next on the Global Credit Union Podcast. Seven years ago, Secreti, Brazil's largest credit union system and a World Council of Credit Unions direct member organization, decided to enter the world of green finance. Secreti Pionera, based in Nova Petropolis, Brazil, is one of Secreti's 105 credit unions, and they were among the first to embrace the initiative. Jonas Rauch, manager of strategic business for Secreti Pionera, explains. In the first months we, uh, st we start in this uh, business strategy, uh, we, uh, nos convidamos, we, we, invited. we invited the business the, with the, the solar energy companies for meetings for understand uh, because we don't uh, understand the specific, this sector, this segment. And uh, this is a result for a, a market learn with the solar energy companies. And I think one or two years for understand complete these elements. The first step of this was uh, designed to create a specific line of credit for the members. For the members can put solar systems and, and the houses and the, uh, and the companies and the farms. The solar energy line of credit has a term of 10 years. The journey begins for members with an education on the economics of the line of credit by allowing them to estimate what their payments would be and an education on the more than 700 solar energy providers in the Nova Petropolis area that partner with Secreti on the program. Companies Jonas and his colleague Heloisa Klein refer to as integrators. We have a specific website for the members and for, for the community uh, uh, for uh, informations. The, the members and the community can simulate the economy because this is, uh, this is the, 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 the first um, um, I look, the, the, the people look for the sustainability and for the economy. Yes. And here the people can simulate the economy, can research the integrators, oh, what, uh, who, where I go, yes. what, the, what the integrators that in Sikaji have my, in my CD, with. Yes, the 
the, 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 the contact, the re can research the integrators, can view solar news, informations, can uh, see uh, videos from cases, and uh, all the information is a specific website for solar energy. Seven years into the program, members could even start Secreti's solar financing approval process directly with some of those integrators. They have a system all that, the, that the credit union installs for them, and then they go there, they put the, the information about the, the person. Only the ID from the member, the member. The and, ID. The, and the system in three or four seconds uh, approve the credit. And then uh, they can print the contract, or maybe they can get it in a digital way, signed. They send it to our headquarter here, then the part that where I work, the shared service center, they receive it, they put it in the system, and they can... Uh, put the credit in the account of the member. Yes, and uh, in a few days they can install the solar system without the, uh, the, the member going The integrators love the systems because yes. it's very quickly for, uh, for uh, go the, 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 the business. Jonas and Heloise to say even members who work with companies that don't offer that option can quickly work through the line of credit application process at one of Secreti Pioneer's 48 branch locations. Because the interest rate offered has traditionally been more competitive than other lines of credit, most projects are financed with no down payment from the member. Secreti Pioneer have branches uh, in 21 cities here in the region. And in these 21 seasons, we have uh, three, uh, uh, 36,000 pro systems, projects, solar systems uh, in these 21 um, cities. Installed. Installed, yes. And from this, from all of this, 7,000 are financed with Secredi Pioneira. Uh, the market share of all the projects is 20%. Secredi Pioneira started by financing just 300,000 reals, that's the Brazilian currency, in its first year with the solar energy line of credit in 2016, but financed 358 million reals worth of solar projects, about 72 million US dollars in 2022. It's not to, so the, the credit union gets a lot of money from it, it's more that we want to, to promote the solar energy. Yes. Secreti Pioneira accounts for the highest percentage of solar energy lines of credit in the entire Secreti system. In total for 2022, Secreti credit unions financed more than 3 billion reals worth of solar energy products. But Secreti is not just lending the money to promote clean energy, they're walking the walk in their own credit unions as well, including Pioneira. So today uh, we have the solar energy in the head office. Those solar panels produce 100% of the energy for the head office. Now we have it in the headquarter and in nine branches. We have 48 branches? Yes. 48 yes. branches. Nine of them have the, the solar panels in the roofs. The goal is to outfit all 48 Pioneer branches with solar moving forward. Today, the Secreti system has more than 500 branches, or about 20% of their nationwide total, running solely on solar power. My thanks to both Jonas and Heloisa for taking the time to explain the solar energy line of credit to me and to all the fine folks at Secreti Pioneera who hosted me earlier this month. The type of commitment they have for clean energy is something we want to spread to more credit unions across the globe. My conversation with World Council of Credit Unions Director of Member Service Thomas Belekovich about that is coming up.
Welcome back. I am joined now by Tom Belekovich, the Director of Member Services for World Council of Credit Unions. Tom, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Greg. Great to be here. Tom, both climate resilience and sustainable finance, they've always been important to World Council, but now even more of a strategic priority for our organization. You're the one leading on those issues. This is a pretty exciting initiative, isn't it? Oh, it really is, Greg. You know, for me, there's some special significance to this work because my background is actually in biology and zoology. And so really? it is. Yeah. And so it's been really exciting to, to bring that knowledge into the work that that we're doing at World Council to strengthen financial cooperatives around the world. And the thing is that, you know, credit unions are really the ideal mechanism for supporting these efforts. It's, it's in our DNA. And when we look at the UN Sustainable Development Goals, there are connections to every single one of them in the ways that credit unions are engaging in their communities. And so ultimately we're, we're more than just centers of economic activity. We're reducing inequalities through financial inclusion and education. We're helping small businesses create jobs and provide dignified employment. And we're strengthening this culture of democracy through our cooperative governance. So I really see credit unions as that ideal mechanism to support these same efforts to build more sustainable and resilient communities. And climate is just another area where we're really positioned to play a, a leading role. Yeah, we heard in the first half of this episode about some of the amazing things Secreti Pionera and Secreti as a credit union system is doing in Brazil surrounding climate. Part of your plan, I know, is to connect credit union leaders on climate change issues like Secreti with others around the globe that either are doing it already or who can maybe provide examples to others that want to learn more about it and how they can be involved. Absolutely. It's been a, a fascinating exercise. We have been working through a bit of a global, a global canvassing effort of our, our network of credit unions around the world. And in the process, we're finding some really compelling examples from credit unions that have built a business case around these issues of sustainability. And in the process of that work, we're seeing some key themes uh, focused on decarbonization how credit unions are, are planning and setting goals and achieving those goals in a transition to net zero emissions. We're seeing examples of how credit unions are encouraging their own members to take action and raising awareness, helping those members measure and reduce the emissions arising from their own actions. We're seeing some really great examples of um, credit unions promoting green products and, and services. We saw uh, as we saw here this week at Secreti, you know, credit unions that are supporting small businesses and entrepreneurs in solar system, uh, system implementation. We're seeing credit unions that are protecting nature and, and, and incentivizing and financing efforts at restoration and conservation. Credit unions that are focused on climate justice and ensuring that there's representation and inclusion and protection of the rights of those that are, are really most vulnerable to these effects of climate change. And lastly, we're seeing examples of the importance of risk management in this process. So what are the risks for credit unions that will be arising from the increasing effects from climate change? And what are the opportunities for, for World Council to help them to 
offset some of those impacts or to position them for greater resilience in their communities. Is the hope that the credit unions like we visited this past week with Secreti, that they can provide examples to some of those credit unions around the world that maybe they can emulate? And I know that the situation's different every place you go, but I, but I assume there, there's hopefully a, a process to get to some, some model examples. Yeah, you know, this is, this is our superpower in this, you know, as uh, cooperative institutions, one of our values is cooperation among cooperatives. And it's really our willingness to share the secrets of our success that make us special. And so this is a place for World Council. We are the perfect platform to bring together a, a crowdsourcing of solutions around this and to create ultimately some new resources that can position credit unions to play a larger role in a transition to a more sustainable and, and, and resilient economy. And so what we're seeing is that there's a need for really a wide range of capacity and resources across the global sector because some are advanced, others are just beginning, and we need to, to create uh, resources that can help guide them along that journey. So our next steps in this process is to bring together a group of these leaders and begin exploring some opportunities for collaboration that will ultimately guide World Council in our efforts to position credit unions to play a larger role in this transition to a greener economy. As far as World Council is concerned, we were very excited to announce one of our first climate initiatives this month. Uh, we put out a press release, uh, thanks to your hard work, uh, about the proceeds from the 2023 World Credit Union Conference climate action donations and where those are gonna go. We're targeting those funds to a kind of an interesting credit union-led initiative in Colombia that, and you had the privilege of seeing it firsthand. That's right. I received an invitation late last year from our member organization, Felco Fien in Colombia to see firsthand a climate action initiative that's been implemented by a group of credit unions and other cooperatives in that country. And it's a great example of cooperation among cooperatives. Back in 2009, this group of credit unions came together to invest in purchasing a big chunk of property in the northeastern part of the country that had faced a significant amount of deforestation. It's an area that um, there's intensive livestock practices that have degraded the soils and caused significant erosion. And at the same time, it's a part of the country that is still recovering from the violence that was prevalent at this intersection of narco-trafficking and paramilitary violence that existed for, for so long. So they've created this really unique model for cooperation with the sole purpose of climate action through sustainable forestry. It was an amazing trip and we'll be sharing a bit more about those efforts um, during a webinar in the coming weeks. When uh, Cooperación Verde started in 2009, it had a pretty modest goal, the conservation and, and restoration of about 1,000 hectares or 2,500 acres of gallery forest with native trees. They have gone well beyond that original goal. They're doing all kinds of innovative things now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. To date, they've planted more than 2 million trees in, wow. in this area, and they've recovered more than 1,800 hectares of degraded pasture land. And, you know, one of the key elements of their efforts there is to tie this uh, renewable forestry 
program into other value chains. So in addition to uh, the, the, the renewable lumber that they're, that they're harvesting from this land and at the same time as conserving some critical waterways and expanding the areas that are forested and protected, they have um, now more than 700 beehives that produce 20 tons of honey in the last year. They've built uh, interesting infrastructure for ecotourism that is hosting people that come down from the city for weekends to see what's going on in the countryside. And now they're looking at how they can use everything. They want zero waste from this initiative. And so they're looking at how they can utilize the sawdust from the sustainable lumber harvesting to grow mushrooms for sale. So it's been really wow. fascinating to see how they're working with these natural systems to create new opportunities for their local community. And we've already had a number of people choose to make a climate action donation during the registration process for the 2023 World Credit Union Conference in Vancouver. But we know hundreds of people are still going to be registering for the conference over the next few months. They can still choose to donate if they have yet to register, correct? Absolutely, and um, so we're very excited about being able to support the efforts of our colleagues in Colombia and to bring greater attention to this model because there's really an excellent opportunity here for credit unions in other countries to look at opportunities for collaboration in this space and we're really excited to be sharing more about it, that at the conference this year. And you hope to announce that that final amount of the donation at WCUC? That's correct. We'll have uh, full details on the amount of the uh, donations collected and we'll share some more insights from the efforts of Cooperación Verde and some of these other climate leaders that we're working with around the world. Well, this is exciting. It's an exciting time. I, I think over the next year, we're going to see even more and more examples that we can highlight like we did uh, with Secreti this week, uh, this month, and what you've done with Cooperación Verde in Colombia. So congratulations on the success so far, and we look forward to more of it. Great. Thank you, Greg. And I'd just like to give my thanks to everyone with Secreji, both in Nova Petropolis and also in Porto Alegre and in Foz do Agastu, Brazil this month for being a big help in what we did down there. And if you like what you heard today, you can also find every episode of the Global Credit Union podcast by going to the newsroom tab at woku.org. We put out a new episode on the third Thursday of each month. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Until next month, I'm Greg Newman for the Global Credit Union Podcast saying, remember to keep on serving your members.